been more than seven days since we did it early last week. Lori and I are on our... I call you Lori? Lori and I are on our path to weight loss. I have stories to tell and questions to ask. And advice to get. Lori, what about you? I've done nothing. Nothing's changed. But we have to change that, Lori. Well, I'm not eating, so that's good. Uh, did you see the Biggest Losers came back with a nicer, a kinder, gentler Biggest Loser? Well, that's just because what's-his-face has cancer. <laughs> it's Joe Batanz. It's Lori Roggenkamp. This is The Pig Crew. Episode 5 of The Pit Crew, the show where Lori and I talk about our struggles with weight loss. But, you know, it's only a few more weeks of this, Lori, before we go to our official fat camp tier and we make it real. And I have a lot of I have news about that, information about it. We're going to be good to go. Yeah, you're going to ask yourself, Mary, was it worth it? Well, it will be because, you know, we, we have this exclusive to your show where um, we Lori and I were having a, a completely separate conversation for a show we do on there called This Joe Batanz. Which I know we, it's shocking to which, believe that Lori, we, we go off on tangents. Yeah, we go off on tangents, uh, or as I call them, batangents. But uh, the in, in the chat room, they were in a completely different conversation where they were like, imagine if attractive people had a show. And uh, they talked about being attractive, and I was like, I, "We got shaded by our own." And this, the exclusive to be supposed to be our biggest fans, our oh my gosh, that's supporters. not what they said. That's not what they were saying. They were making it like a whole other thing. They were saying, and so that's why they were saying they were like, "What if a tra- what if people who are attractive uh, and actually uh. have sex with people?" had a show where they talked what it's like about to be a child because you know what laurie the one thing i've always said we don't get to really ever see the perspectives of attractive people and young people that's the most uh you know uh <laughs> muted group in society we never get to hear from them um i think your autobiography should be called making a mountain out of a molehill that's what it should be called oh uh, that old chestnut <laughs> that old chestnut I'm really trying to bring that back, and it's really yeah. fun for me to see it go places. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'm but, now it's been a week, Lori, since the people who listen to the Pig Crew have heard from us. And I guess my question is, do you want to tell us in terms of food? In terms of food, what's been your sort of history? What's been your your week like? Because I have a lot to talk about, a lot of questions for you, and advice to get. Because you know, I always go. There's no better oracle than Lori Roggenkamp, and um. <laughs> I'm great. I'm great at giving advice that you then immediately reject and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I, I told my mom really that she is. agreed with me that I'm like that. Um, but uh, no, I I will say I've been feeling a little. I don't know if you can tell, but I've been feeling a little under the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it's caused me not to just eat sort of like once a day, mm-hmm. and not really eat all that much, mm-hmm. and um. Like, I actually ate lunch today, and I've been feeling really queasy, but I didn't have anything good. But I've actually been bringing food from home, mm-hmm. 
So I guess that's good. I went to the, I weighed in at the doctors and I had lost two pounds. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I don't think any of it is like a healthy weight loss. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm just not paying attention. I'm just barely paying attention to my weight loss. I will mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. I went to the store and I bought a lot of food, but then it's all frozen food. So I haven't really cooked anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to wait, start going to Weight Watchers regularly this Sunday. But yeah, I just I feel like ever since I've gotten back from South Dakota, I've just been feeling really sick. So mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for that to go away. But, um, yeah. yeah, but I will say you sound better than you did like a week ago. But I, I, I worry that it's taking you so long to get over it. A, B, everyone should have been very dry here in Southern California. And Lori and I both live in Southern California. And every single day, I talk to this Lori, and she's like, Bleh! you know, and I go, Lori, listen. You need to use a humidifier. And she is so stubborn. She's as stubborn as a mule, this Lori Roggenkamp. And she won't. No, it's not that. The reason I don't is because it is, it, it, it literally, it would be, I would rather have a cough than have to deal with my aunt yelling at me about you getting mold in the humidifier. But why does she have to know? I'm sure you uh, go to bed after her and I'm sure you wake up before she does. Because I don't want to have to deal with that in my life. I don't want to have to deal with, like, hiding a humidifier from her. I already have a humidifier. I just don't use it. Because she's deathly afraid that it's going to develop mold. Hmm. FYI, Haley's mom said, it seemed like everyone was excited about a sex-positive, sexy show about sexing people telling sexy tales of adventures. Yeah, that's that's what they wanted. They wanted people talking about, like being like healthy sex positive so doesn't she know that afterthought media is sex negative i would even say and i i'm not this is me going off this is nothing that anybody else has said i would love to see a show maybe with Haley's mom and Haley, where it's a mother and her daughter having a very healthy conversation about sex and sexual activity and i i would actually i would listen to that show that show sounds awkward I would listen to it because never once have I ever had a, a, a healthy conversation with my mother about sex. Have you ever had a conversation with your mother about sex? Yes. What was it about? Um, one time she told me that an orgasm is like having a mini stroke. <laughs> well, and then, didn't you tell us on the on Ho Ho Uglies, our holiday special, that your dad was telling you about his uh, erectile dysfunction? Oh, yeah, that was years later. Okay. We were driving to a, a doctor, um, and my my dad said that him and my mom haven't had sex in years. Mm-hmm. And also, I've also walked into my dad masturbating several <laughs> times. I think I've mentioned that before. <laughs> I think that wasn't the same episode of Ho Ho Uglies. You think you talked about that? Yeah. And then um, <laughs> my mom... My mom had it. Did I ever tell you that I had a weird conversation with my mom one time when, so I had this like decades long coming out where it was like when I was in high school, like uh, she would find like literature and movies, videos that I had rented that were like lesbian themed. Mm -hmm. And then like, I would tell her occasionally, Oh, I think I'm gay. And then she'd be like, I don't know, maybe you are. And then I think I told her definitively one time, that I was gay and she was like, I don't think you are. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not. And then that, so that, and then like, then a couple of years later, I was like, no, I'm definitely gay. So it was like a weird back and forth. Okay. But when I had told, when I had a conversation with her, where I was like, I feel like I'm gay. 
she was like, Lori, we all have these feelings when we're younger, where we what? think that we're attracted to the opposite sex, this, this, a similar sex. Mm-hmm. And we all, and we, you know, we just have to kind of deal with it. And I just mm-hmm. later on was like, did my mom like think that she was gay? Mm-hmm. Like, I just was like such a weird conversation to have. But yeah, so I've never had a, Although, see, here's the thing. My family has this attitude of, like, you should know this already. So I've never been taught anything. I've just been shamed for not knowing it. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I didn't, um, uh, my dad was Santa Claus for these uh, parties that we used to go to mm-hmm. during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I, and one time I was trying to cut in line and he goes, Lori, get back in line. And I thought, Oh my God, Santa knows my name. And this was last year. So it was real. <laughs> I was like, Oh geez. Um, no, I was like, I was like six or seven and I was like, Oh my God, Santa knows my name. So I was freaking out. And we were walking to the car and I was like, Oh my God, dad, you weren't there. Um, but Santa like called me out and, and my mom was like, Lori, San- your father was Santa. Get over it. And was like super like angry with me that I didn't know- understand that. And then that's kind of how like sex talk worked was like, you should know what an orgasm is. You should know what sex with a, what sex is. You should know what having your period is. You should know, like, it was always that like, my mom's big saying was, you learned this in kindergarten, which I was always like, what weird-ass kindergarten did you go to <laughs> that you learned all this shit? So that was like, one time my my dad and I, or my mom and I went to a wedding, and I had asked her, because she said, oh, your father and I did this thing before we were married. And I was like, oh, did you and dad live together before you were married? She goes, yeah, of course we did. And I was like, oh, so you guys had sex before marriage? And she was like, yeah, Lori, obviously. And I was like, oh. Like, I, for my whole life, thought that they had never had sex before marriage. So, yeah. I quit school and that's what I do. If you had kids, how would you have a sex talk with them? Well, first of all, I'd say stop moving the camera because I'd have them hold the camera while we were out having sex with somebody. Okay. So you would do like a live demonstration. Yeah. Good. You want to start them young not wanting to have sex. Well, I would say um, uh, look at what I'm doing right now. Uh, Everyone on the exclusive tier on Patreon thinks that's uh, I can't do this. No. Oh, my God. Are you attracted to Tracy Chapman? Who? Tracy Chapman. I thought you said Trace Chapman. No. I was like, who? No, Tracy Chapman. Are you into her? Um, I like her voice. Mm-hmm. I I just never really like thought either way. No, I guess I I would say no. But um, what about this Michelle and Deguichello? Who? I would have to see her face. I don't even know who that is. Hmm. Uh, okay, so this is. But this what is, was your parents' sex talk like? Lord, you know that this is a show about weight loss, right? I know, I know. I just. No, I, they like, never, I, I like they, interrupting. They've never had that talk with me. 
Have they ever asked you questions about what gay sex is like? No. <laughs> My dad has. Oh, he has? Mm-hmm. He's like, what's Joe's gay sex life like? Yeah, he's asked. He said, your friend Joe Batanz. Yeah. How does he even have sex? Do I just, your, I always picture it in my head a certain way. Do your parents know I exist? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Because talk, I've talked about doing stuff. Well, here's the funny thing is, like, I don't really talk about my friends, mm-hmm. you, you know, with people. Mm-hmm. So because of that voicemail message that I had, like, they've they're, they've assumed that we've always been best friends. What voicemail? What are you talking about? Remember when I was living at the at the condo in Diamond Bar? Yeah. And I, so I had a, so basically my aunt, because I had such a, my aunt was working at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had such a weird mm-hmm. schedule because I was going to school and I was working for K-Rock. Mm-hmm. That um, the, the realtors, she was trying to sell the condo and the realtors would show, sometimes show up at like 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes show up at 3 p.m. And I would be, like, giving out of the shower. So what my aunt started doing was leaving my phone number as uh, on the realtor thing for people to call me mm-hmm. to set up appointments. Uh-huh. So then I knew that I had to leave by a certain time. Well, then they started calling me. We When we sold the condo, they would call me at, like, 4 a.m., 3 a.m. Who? These realtors. These, like, rando people. So it was like really weird. And so I started like, or 5 a.m. They would call me. What is so the I started story? Sending, okay. I know. I know what the story is. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm, go ahead. So they would call me and it would be all these foreign people and they'd call me and they'd be like, hey, I'm not going to do the accent. But they'd be like, hey, I want to set up a, inter, uh, a walk around at, at seven in the morning. I'd be like, we sold the condo. And they're like, oh, but can I still do a walk around? I'm like, no, we sold the condo. Oh, but yeah, but I still want to do it. And it's like, no. So, um, uh, so anyway, so I would leave a, a thing saying, Hey, it, it was this long, long message at the end where I say, you know, thank you for calling Lori Ronkamp's cell phone. I'm not here right now. Please leave a message. If you're calling in response to the realtor ad, mm-hmm. we have sold the condo. <laughs> please do not, con- please not leave a voicemail. Okay. Hold on one second. I got a cop. I want to know where this store is going. Did she become friends with one of the realtors? She's coughing right now, so I have to fill time. One of those realtors was you. Um, what? No, no. You were irate. You were you were so annoyed by those voicemails. I don't remember you would this. Leave me, you would leave me voicemails bitching and moaning about <laughs> how my voicemail was the worst voicemail. Oh, I wanted to leave you. I had an idea for a funny joke. But that voicemail made me forget it. So now I don't know what how, I don't know what I was gonna say. But that voicemail that took forever. Uh, oh, I literally lost twenty seven pounds walking in the time that it took that voicemail to finish. So you hated it. So I then left a. So then I changed it. So I said that you were calling Lori Ronkamp's cell phone. I'm not in right now. Please leave a message at the tone. You're welcome, Joe. Oh, I and remember so, that. Yeah. So then, then of course that freaked out, especially my father, who was like, "Who's this Joe?" Like it's just so yeah. weird. 
He was so angry. But I would get like people like I would keep interview people who were interviewing for position me for positions would call and they would leave a voicemail and they'd be like, Um, I don't appreciate this Joe comment at the end. Oh really? I don't know if that's a slang term. <laughs> a slang term. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a I'm saying thank you to your balls. What yeah. you know, like what do you what do you think I'm saying? Yeah. So so then so because I had that I had that voicemail for years. Mm-hmm. And I got rid of it, but they've, so because I've had that voicemail for years and then, you know, and then I started talking about doing podcasts with you, they've just always thought we've been like the best of friends. So yeah, they, they, they ask about you a lot. They're like, how's Joe? Does he still, does he ask about the voicemail? So I forgot about the voicemail. That's funny. My dad will never forget about that. I imagine the first time he meets you, he'll say something snarky to you about the voicemail. How funny. Because he, he it finds it so frustrating. So let me talk about my week now, Lori. Lori, <laughs> 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 uh, we're going on 17 minutes now. All right. Well, you know, get to the point, Joe. I know. Seriously. So, okay. As, now, Lori knows this story, and uh, certain people who listen to other shows know this story, but uh, the, the general public doesn't know this. They're going to a big fight. So, you remember I was on that cleanse? I'm giving, the, I'm giving the TLDR version here. Oh, okay. I was on that cleanse, you know, uh-huh. and then uh, I got in a huge fight with my parentes on Saturday, and to teach them a lesson, I went off the cleanse. Right? Uh huh. Now, we made up within 24 hours, okay? But I haven't been able to get back on the cleanse. So I'm going to get back on the cleanse. Here's the deal. Here, now, I don't know if you do this with your weight loss thing. You know, uh-huh. I had timed the cleanse to end specifically. I'm, I'm hanging out with some friends uh, on the 12th of February. Yeah. And I had timed the cleanse to end, like, literally the day before that, to end on the 11th, okay? Uh-huh. But it's been so many days now that if I start it all over again, I'm going to go past that date. You know, and I don't want to I don't want to break my fast again, right? My clients. I don't. So, I'm thinking I might wait until after that event. And then I have nothing going on. Are you sure something else isn't going to pop up? I mean, I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day. Um, you know? So I have an Oscar party this Sunday, and then I have that event on the 12th, and then that's it. That might be a good time to start the cleanse. Yeah, I'll just restart. I, don't, I have two weeks left of the cleanse, um, and then I'll just do those last two weeks in the last two weeks of February. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Now, the other, so you're fine with that then? <clears throat> but you, but but I think what yeah. this taps into is something we talked about on Fat Camp so so many moons ago, Lori. Is that I am an emotional eater, so like I use my eating as an emotion. Give an example. Like okay, the uh, yesterday uh, I was very angry, and not yesterday. I'm sorry, Monday. Monday I was very angry and frustrated about trying to deal with this phone issue. Okay. Uh huh. So all I wanted to do was eat unhealthy foods because I was so upset about this phone issue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's funny is I ate pretty healthy yesterday. Okay. And uh, 
But like, yeah, when I'm upset, I, I want to drown my sorrows. In. Look, let me tell you this, Lori. Let's say this podcast goes well. Uh huh. I'm gonna celebrate by eating. Okay. But let's say it goes poorly. Well, I'm gonna. I would drown my sorrows by eating. So, looks like I'm eating. Yeah, because this podcast sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I agree. I think By the way, everyone should way. know I did, that's an old joke of Lori's. I know. I was just being But no one else knows that. I was, I I, except I think you said you ate pie, right? No, that was another joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm the same way. I find that I'm actually more of a. I don't know if this is an emotional eater, but I'm more bored eater. Like when I'm bored, I will eat so much. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm busy, I don't. I, busy is a different kind of unhealthy for me. Where busy is, I don't plan correctly, mm-hmm. so then I end up eating trash. Mm-hmm. But bored, I feel like is worse because bored is like I'm not even hungry, and I'll just like nibble on like cookies, or I'll go get ice cream, or I'll mm-hmm. make macaroni and cheese. So it's just carbs on carbs on carbs. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that because okay, so last week I was cooking at home healthy foods, right? And one day, I was about to leave for the grocery store, and my parents were like, You're going to the grocery store this late? We can't eat lunch this late! Right? So I go, I was going to Sprouts, which is like poor people's whole food, but that's the only thing we have by here, right? Yeah. And um, so I go, I'll pick you up a couple of snacks at Sprouts, right? So I buy them. They're like these little trays of like grapes and uh, like snacky foods, right? Uh, like grapes and cheese or something. It'll be your grapes and brie and some crackers or something. Okay. Uh-huh. So I, buy, I buy a couple of them. I get back and I'm like, oh, we already had a snack. We don't need them. So they were sitting, those those snack things, but they're like five bucks, right? Like five or six yeah. bucks. And I was like, ugh. So actually the past few days, over the past few days, I've had both of them on different days, right? Yeah. And I came to this realization yesterday as I ate the second one is, and we've talked about this in previous episodes of Fat Camp, but I'm talking about the bored eating here. So I'm not really a snacker like you. I know what you're saying. But um, but like when I'm driving, I have some sort of oral fixation when I'm driving that I have to eat while I'm driving. And I think that's yeah. what often leads to my fast food eating is that I am like, well, I'm going to be driving. I need to eat. But I was thinking it'd be A, cheaper, and B, healthier if I just stopped at Sprouts, okay, and just picked a bunch of these snacks, and whenever I drove, just took one in the car with me, and then that way I'm eating, you know, grapes and a few cubes of cheese and some nuts instead of a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I think I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I think when I replace it, it helps. Mm-hmm. You know, also it's the ritual. I like snacking while I eat, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think if I had, yeah, I agree. Now, Yves Adams, who did not return my request for a, a message uh, last week, he suggested I chew gum. You know, you know what it comes from? I think it's a hand to mouth situation because where it came from is I used to smoke. And actually, I was really mostly a smoker in my car. I loved driving and smoking. Okay. But I think since quitting smoking uh, years ago, um, 
I um even as Adams really quickly on Discord, um I replaced it with fast food. You know, so it's either have cancer and be thin or not have cancer and be fat. Um I I I ever since I had my jaw surgery I find the chewing gum gives me a headache. So I don't know. Wait, chewing like gum a, gives you a headache? Yeah. Okay, this is going to sound like a crass question. Okay, but it's it, it and it is. But um, uh, uh, by the way, Alexis Ann, uh, that was, so Alexis Ann says I do that with vaping. It's so bad. Yeah, vaping. I will say, um, with va- vaping, you know, a lot of people come down on vaping, and that's how I actually finally quit smoking for good. Was I went from smoking to vaping. And then I lower the nicotine all the way to zero. And then I was like, meh, I don't need any more. And I was done. Anyway, um, to go back to you, Lori, is you said chewing gum gives you a headache. And I know this is a crass question and I apologize in advance. But wouldn't you say the motions of eating a girl out would also give you the headache then? Um, no, because you're chomping down on your teeth. You're not licking. How do you? Not, I, I. That's how I got my. Oh wait, you chew the gum? Yeah. No, I take a stick and I just lick it up and down. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. How is how is my thing not as uh, less weird than your thing? I've never what? heard of chewing gum. Wait, 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 wait. You do you put it in your mouth? I think sometimes. Oh, here I'm gonna put my camera on. And I'll show you how I chew gum. This is a visual thing. All right. But, well, um, let me turn my thing so I can you see you your video. Well, you can see me without my without. Um... No, I have it, so I can't see video. Oh. Tell me All right. I'm ready. Okay, you, you're there. Okay. Yeah. So let me get something that looks like a stick of gum. I don't have gum. Do you have a stick of gum? No. Oh, you know what? I have. Um, Feel like a pen or something. No, no, no. I have even though this is not gum. I have like little uh, candy drops. Hold on. Joe is wearing sweatpants and a black shirt. <clears throat> Just so everybody knows. Okay, here we go. This is uh, clay. I'm really liking oh. your haircut, by the way. Thank I you. like it. So here's the little candy. Now I'm just gonna take the place of gum, right? Okay, okay. And then this is how I I, uh, I consume gum. Okay. Here we go. Uh, 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 oh my god. You're going sideways on it now. <laughs> I feel like I should explain what he's doing. He's currently licking it like he's pulling back the hood of a clit. And he's just licking the nub right now. And before he was he was working the shaft, he was licking it like it was a penis. So I should say that. It's both a clit and a penis. Oh, now he's sucking on it. Now he's like sucking that. on it. Now, like oh, now he's talking like dirty that. to it. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's moving around at this time. Oh, God, this is this this is the most sexual we've ever been with each other. Wait, not my oh 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 uh, God, 
he shoved it up his eye for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it went in my eye. Isn't it always goes in my eye every single time? It always goes in your eye at the end. I can't believe oh, um, Haley's mom and company don't want to have us do a sex positive show. I mean, that was a. Uh, it's was not my, that they don't that want us o- to do that. One. Was my audience? That was my audition for it. <laughs> Joe, it's not that they don't want us to do one. It's just that they they were saying that it's its own entity. If they were they were talking about different ideas, and you can get people who are in who are sex positive who can talk about being sex positive. Uh-huh. And it's its own thing. That's uh-huh. that's all that they were. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I've given up. I've For those of you who are in the live tier, I'll I'll recreate this on the live <coughs> tier. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll recreate this on the live tier next time we're live. <coughs> oh my god, video. that was the funniest. That was the most sexual I've ever seen you. <laughs> oh, oh, just wait till later. That was so. Yeah. That was so uncomfortable. Why was it uncomfortable, Lori? It are was you, very sexual. I'm, aren't you sex positive? I took some notes. I will be honest. I took some notes. <laughs> the way you peeled back the little wrapper uh-huh. of the candy mm-hmm. yeah. hood and mm-hmm. like really kind of like, you know, went to town on the top and the sides. Yeah. I took some notes. All right. Now, Laurie, I, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of Plenity? No. Not only is it my drag name for season 14, but it's also a, a medication that's going to be test marketed in the spring it got fda approval and i've been following i'm not even joking i've been following the path of plenity for about a couple years now when i first read articles about it and it got recently got fda approval like in the fall and they're they're gonna do a test run in the spring like i said plenity is a uh a weight loss a weight management pill that uh has people very excited okay okay what it does is it's um it combines like cellulose and um like what you would find in like vegetables and whatnot and citric acid and the thinking behind it is you take this completely 100% natural uh pill you drink it with they want you to drink 16 ounces of water every time you do it but you drink 16 ounces of water with this pill and it essentially, like a sponge, soaks up the water and fills up your stomach so that all you would need to do is just even eating a little bit, a small amount of food will make you full, okay? And then the the plenity, like, washes out with your poop, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, in, and they've done test trials, and uh, on average, during their trials, test trials it performed better than the placebo and uh the average person lost about um five percent of their body weight um have there been any side effects uh very very minor like in the first couple of days some minor stomach irritation you know oh that's not bad no and so actually um, so i want to do the test run hopefully we can get it in time for when we launch fat camp but maybe around the time that we're doing it. and Because here's the deal. I would use it in conjunction. I wouldn't use it as like an excuse to eat unhealthy. I would use it because I love eating healthy, right? But like any fat person, I always have this concern that I'm not going to have enough food. I'm not going to feel full. Do you ever have that concern when you go somewhere where you're going to eat healthy or something? No, because I find that when I eat the caloric amount that I'm supposed to for the when I eat all of my macros mm-hmm. um, for a meal, the caloric amount, I feel full. I actually well, feel like it, I have more f- food than I should. So it's funny that you say that. 
It's funny that you say that because yes and no, I agree with you. So whenever I eat a normal amount of food and then I wait twenty minutes, have you do you know, do you know my Joe Batanz rule? But uh, when I was when I was uh, when I lost a ton of weight, no, what I used to it? do this thing where I would make like a a regular lighter size portion size, right? Yeah, and I would eat it, and I had a rule. Okay, that I've never heard anywhere else. Because I know it takes 20 minutes for your brain to register that you've eaten. Okay? That if I ate the food and I was still hungry, if I was still hungry, I would put a timer for 20 minutes. And if after 20 minutes I was still hungry, then I allowed myself to have another serving of food. Let me tell you this, though. Okay. Zero percent of the time when that 20-minute buzzer went off, did I ever go back for a second serving? I never actually said, okay, I'm still hungry. I'm going to get that. Because by the time my brain registered it, I was like, oh, wait, you know what? I'm not hungry anymore. Okay? Yeah. So I'm with you. But I still have that psychological thing that I'm worried I haven't eaten enough. So this plenity, I think, will help me go like, no, you're full. You've had enough. Even if it's just a normal size amount. Yeah, I don't need to do that 20-minute clock. It'll do it for me. Well, you know what I think would be interesting? Yeah, sure. Do we have people who signed up for the Fat Camp tier? Or that hasn't no, been launched No, it hasn't launched yet. So I think it would be interesting if we get people to sign up for the Fat Camp tier, not to not to put pressure on you guys. Um but I, I'm also gonna be. I'm also gonna sign up for it too. Just FYI. Okay, when so, it comes out. so that's funny but, you say that. So go to. Cause you need a doctor's prescription, but I have a solution. No, what I'm saying is, is that if you, if we do, here's what I think we should do. I think we should do one where, because we were saying that if if we get enough m- money, it would be like I would get like a free meal plan or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That would be mm-hmm. the thing. So that would be me, mm-hmm. and then you get the plan. Plenity. Oh, I and see what we you're see saying. Who we see who does uh, okay. who has the better. All right, all right. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Lori. Uh, so that's what I have so far. So there was emotional eating, which I need. You know, my therapist. I had a therapy appointment in December. He had to cancel because he was on strike. Then I had a, a, a therapy appointment set for today. That this was the makeup for today, right? They canceled because he got sick. So now, yeah, I'm I'm done with Kaiser Mental Health. I'm actually, I actually thinking I'm going to go back after I did that Better Help. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to go back and sign up for a prescri- subscription to that. Oh, really? How much is Better Help a month? Well, you know, right now, Lori, we have a deal right now at BetterHelp. If you go to BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race, I believe you get 10% off your Ooh. first month or 50 some weird percentage, but right, yeah. I right liked now. it. I, I, I've honestly I, felt better doing that than i have ever done doing kaiser you know what let me ask you a question Lori, and i'm gonna ask the question for the for the people listening right now in the chat room because i've thought toyed with this is we get these ads with these really good uh discount deals i know that they don't ha- we don't put ads in our com- in our podcast on patreon but should i do a post on patreon saying like here look there's this there's this offer right now you can use it if you want because otherwise no one hears it and yeah it helps, why not and it helps the show what do you guys think if in the they, chat room? If they don't want to, you don't have, it's like, it's not an ad. It's just letting them know and say like, hey, here's something we have. Mm-hmm. But then also, I mean, I don't know. I would say maybe toy with it with the Patreon, see how they feel. Maybe they would prefer not to have it commercial ba- commercialized. Well, I wouldn't, put it would. the, I wouldn't put it in the, oh, Haley's mom says totally. Like for instance, um, we have, I think the offer is still good. 
Um, there's that uh, Feels, the CBD oil company. We have a pretty good deal with them, but nobody knows about it. They don't have the company or the Away Travel or Better Help. Oh, they all are into it. Uh, I think we should also, I think we should seriously consider doing like a documentary. Um, oh, Darren Perilous wants to know as long as Larry and Stowe po- pole dance. <coughs> oh, you don't use that humidifier, Lori. It's going it, to cause problems for you. Thank you. I will not. Thank mm. you. Um, um, okay, well, I'm excited I about planning. We should, I think we should seriously think about doing a documentary about our weight loss stuff once we get the tier up and running. I think this would be a good idea. It would be a funny thing for us to do where we could just document our struggles and then also maybe videotape ourselves working out. Because we've... We, okay. <laughs> well, that's part of the, the whole tier. But, Lori, do you remember years and years ago when you and I were going to audition for Biggest Loser and we did a video of us? Do we uh, have that video still? I You would probably have it. I don't know if I have it. Oh, my God. Do you remember that audition? That was the most embarrassing. Yeah, thing Larry ever and I went. Larry, Lori and I went to an audition. No, for Larry and Stowe. Larry and Stowe went. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I actually have a recording of Larry. Uh, oh, what does Larry do? He's like, I know I'm at the audition for Biggest Loser, but I want a hot dog that they're selling right here. Or what were they selling, Lori? They were sell- They were bringing out carts of stuff. They were selling. Uh, hot dogs. They were selling pizzas. They were selling donuts. They were selling, and they just had people who were just like such hands. They had that one guy who was like doing like, like uh, jokes for people in line, and he was like, "Oh, you guys can leave. I'm uh, I'm gonna get on the show." And oh, it was yeah. like, I don't know. Cut to he made it on the show. I was so upset. I was mostly upset. <clears throat> Later on, I was I was fine with it, but I was so upset that you that you were like, "We gotta leave." Because I was like, I got up at fucking four in the morning. But didn't I treat you to breakfast afterwards? I think you did, yeah. yeah. But I was still upset. I ordered the most expensive thing on the menu. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> uh, all right, Laurie. Well, let's let's call it a day there. Um, do I have an outro for, for uh, Pig Crew? I think it's just the, th- the theme song. Oh, I think you're right. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Um. Okay. Do we need to notify Jeffrey Thunderbear? The Jeffrey Thunderbears. You know what? Remember? All right. Let's talk about this off the air. Uh, okay. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of uh, the Pig Crew. We'll be back next week. Hopefully. Well, no. But even next week's episode, I won't be back on my cleanse. I won't be back on my cleanse until when we're almost getting ready for. Um... I'll let you all know what Weight Watchers is like. Yeah, we'll talk more about how to get planted. You can go to Roman.com and look into it if you don't have a doctor who prescribes it. But until then, we'll see you next week right here on The Pig Crew.